0: Oh, hello, welcome to the Villa Talks podcast. Welcome to the pre match social. I am your host, Omar. I'm joined today by our usual crew, AJ, Carl, and Sam. How are you boys? All you good, Omar.
1: Yeah, not too so bad.
0: Excellent, excellent. I think we're doing right, we're just the market, aren't
1: we? Oh yeah. Um we're such such a young um bunch of lads, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. We're at the cutting bit... edge. Yeah. 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 Carl, oh, quite quite weird to see you on Twitter since you normally are uh, blasting everyone on Twitter. Uh, i Mark. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's not 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 the guys who are listening now. They they're all they're all my favourite um, people on Twitter, actually. Just so, <laughs> so happens that they've all all my favourite people on Twitter have turned up, and none of the wankers, which is nice. All right. So if you
0: well, if you were to pick one person,
1: I guess that you know would, would be in your favourites list. Anyone in particular? Oh, well, I couldn't choose a favourite. They're they all my favourites. It's like AJ, you good? I'm oh, all
2: right, mate. Yeah, although I was trying to do a social media dry January, so you've ruined that for me. Oh, uh, so thanks, thanks for that. Here I am on social media. Uh, um obviously delighted to, you know,
0: mate. Good, uh, good commitment to the cause, mate. I appreciate it. Yeah. Sam, you're not in uh, not in prison this week.
3: Not in prison this week. No, I'm just I'm I'm pumped. There's so much good stuff going on. I'm really, really looking forward to the game on Saturday.
0: Uh, just for anyone listening who hasn't listened before, Sam hasn't been in prison, he just works at a boarding school, I think. Is a boarding
3: that's, that's right, mate, yeah. He's
0: uh what are you head of year or
3: uh I'm well I'm I'm head of faculty, but it's
0: not it's not not important.
1: Head 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 boy.
0: Head boy. Mm. <laughs> Need to <go> yeah. back. <laughs> Right, let's crack on then. Let's crack on. So um, let's start off with the uh, news stories of the week. Uh, And like I said, um, anyone wants to join in, like this, it's like a phone-in type thing. Just request uh, to speak, and I'll I'll, I'll ask you in. Um, Obviously, if everyone joins at the same time, it's going to be difficult. But just bear with us, uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy. So here are the news stories of the week. Right. So the uh, first news story of the week is obviously Portinghouse House signing a new deal. Uh, I think it was Tom Polomos and Mike McGrath from whatever newspaper uh, who broke the story this morning and announced later uh, this afternoon by Villa. Be signed to 2025. Uh, Carl, are you surprised about about the news? House signing a new deal. Did, do you think he was maybe looking at a, at a way out, considering he hasn't played that much of the season? Or would you think he's quite settled? Well,
1: he, he, I saw him, um, a little interview of him and he, he seems like he's, uh, he's very settled here. Uh, so he pretty much said he's loved every minute. I, I, think, I, I suppose it's slightly surprising in that I i thought we'd... I suppose I, I feel like we needed to add to our uh, centre-halves anyway. So if, getting rid of him um, would have seemed a bit... Bit silly, really, because uh, as, as backup goes, is 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 very good. Um, but I don't know, I, 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 Sam. I, 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 and you know, um, I'll, I'll let Sam talk about it, um, just because he, he mentioned it on the old WhatsApp about how it's it's slightly strange for mid-table teams, isn't it, or teams that are not playing in Europe, that it's quite difficult to keep keep hold of. Um, The sort of uh, fringe players. It's more difficult than um, you know. The uh, if you're in Europe, they get to they they get more games, etc. But um, I'm not surprised. I I suppose slightly surprised, but 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 fairly. um, He's he's never he's never let us down really, has he? Um, Other than his debut, where he was absolutely shite.
0: Yeah, no, no, he hasn't. And he um, he uh, Sam, he sort of made a difference, didn't he? On uh, on on Saturday last week against Man United coming on and especially his sort of raking balls across to Dine, uh, or sorry Luca Dean, as it's pronounced um he, d- he definitely made a difference when he came on and do you think he, you know, do you think he's adequate backup for Mings or do you think he can he can actually you know fight for a place and, and make it his own yeah it's a good question Omar
3: um i think the one thing about Courtney House that we can be clear on is that he loves playing against man u he absolutely loves it um so no surprise that he did well when he came on and yeah watching him uh with the ball at his feet picking out those uh balls out onto the wing was very good um i don't see him challenging for uh first place but i think we've said it before about hows he's a brilliant pro you know he doesn't moan he gets on with it he comes in to the side and he looks to take his opportunities and uh, you can do you can rely on him to come on, you know, halfway through a game and pick up the tempo of the game and get stuck in and, and do what he really loves, which is defending. Um so I think he's fantastic lad to have around the squad. I totally agree with Carl that you know, if it would have been a shame if he was look understandable if he wanted to go somewhere else to be first choice, but it would have been a shame because, you know, if we're in that sort of mid table trap where, you know, because we're getting better players in. The the players that are being usurped want to go elsewhere to play first team football. Then you you haven't got the sort of squad that enables you to compete and push on. So I actually think he's ideal to have around the place. I'm, I'm I was really delighted to see him sign up. Uh, really chuffed. So I think it's a good bit of business. Excellent. Thanks,
0: Sam. Uh, AJ. On the subject of centre backs, um, K Smith obviously joins from Rangers. Young seventeen year old, highly uh, sorry. Uh, cash joined from not rangers so dundee Dund- united um highly sent highly rated centre back 17 years old looks like he's going to come in and, and uh, stake a place in the under 23 for now with a view obviously to try and uh, get into the first team squad at some point in the future uh, with how signing a new contract to and Zebi going to napoli uh links with Tarkovsky. Do, do, who, who do who do what kind of what kind of a profile do you think we're looking at in terms of centre back uh Considering House is now now signed up, uh, cons is obviously one of our most improved players and one of our best players. Really, if you look at it over the last couple of years, uh, what would you? What kind of player, type of player would you be looking at? Well, uh, d- just
2: quickly on on House, um, I, I just second third, I suppose. What well, the other two guys have said, uh, I thought. Uh, the United performance was a very good example of of how important he is for the team as a as a backup uh, when either of those two first choice centre halves are out. But I also thought he was good in quite a surprising way because you know you don't really think of Courtney House as a ball playing centre half. He had the highest pass completion rate of any of our players in that game, almost ninety four percent. He completed forty four of his forty seven passes, and as the guys have mentioned. Um, it's not like every single one of those uh was a was a safe uh, pass he had uh 233 yards of progressive uh passing uh, which uh only um mings and cash were ahead of him on on that measure and of course there are a couple of particularly memorable passes that he pinged out to luca Dean as you uh, as you mentioned so yeah i mean i was surprised that he signed a new contract because i thought he would be looking for first two football um Elsewhere, And I wouldn't have blamed him for, for doing that. And as the guys have mentioned, you know, in the position we are in the league, just trying to push on towards those European places, but not there yet. It is uh, tricky to have quality backup players. So I'm really pleased he's, he's signed. But on, on the broader question around who we're looking at, I, I think, you know, we, we sort of talked about this last week a little bit around the transfer strategy and, and has it changed and, and so on. I think if there's an opportunity there to bring someone in and improve the first team, I think they will do it, providing you know the financial fair play leeway is there to do that. I think we've all talked about much as we think is incredible as a, as a bloke, you know some of the errors that, that Ming's makes, and I think that's fine for where we are now. But in in terms of our progression, if you want to be a top six side, then you know you probably can't afford that. So I think if opportunities come along to strengthen the first team, we will do it as we've seen in other areas of the pitch uh, that you wouldn't necessarily have, have said were a, a priority with, with, with Mitch's success, I guess, because there's an example of that, I think, and we, we've we talked a few times on the pod about whether that's been a successful signing or, or not. I think probably not so far, but um, uh, you know, I, I think if that opportunity is there to do it, but with someone like Kerr Smith, you can see that the, the broader strategy of trying to sign up young promising players who uh, you can get for a lower value now but but have a likely high potential in the future both in terms of developing for the team but also in terms of uh, potential sell-on value even if it doesn't work out and I, and I think in the past Chelsea have been masters of that you know signing up players in their youth team and then ending up selling them for eight or ten million pounds and it making a massive difference to what they can spend on the team even though they, they've never gotten the side hasn't always worked out because uh De Bruyne Lukaku those kind of players were, we're in that mix but uh, so I think we will continue to see that that mixed um that mixed strategy I wouldn't be surprised if in the summer they're looking at uh, a first choice center half uh, and if there's the opportunity for one sooner then they'd probably go for it but uh, i see that that sort of mixed policy of short term improvements to the first team uh, but also a focus on on youth as well
0: yeah I agree I think so I think and that's the way we're going forward obviously Perzlow's interview with Sky was quite interesting quite uh, intriguing actually in terms of what you know how he laid out the strategy and, and Gerard's influence on the strategy I think uh, he mentioned about the age profile uh, we've obviously had one of the youngest squads in the league for the last few seasons uh, and trying to bring in proven winners and proven experience uh, at the peak of their powers, really. Uh, maybe not across the board. Obviously, with Kerr Smith coming in as a sign, so you know we're still looking to improve the the youth side and have that mixture and have that good balance um, in the squad and across the board. But yeah, quite interesting to see. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of centre back we go for in the summer. We've got actually got our first uh, caller. Oh, I'm going to call it callers. I know it's not really caller. It's twist. But we've got Gary. So Gary, I am just going to add you on Bear with me for a second, mate. Hi, Gary. Can you hear me? I think you're on mute, mate. Yeah, okay,
4: Hello. yeah right? no, I have a request that I was going to make a, a few points um, that have already been made. But yeah, I was going to reference yeah. in particular Christian Perslow's interview um, regarding opportunistic signings versus obviously uh, signings that are more long-term, <laughs> more planned out, more strategic, if you like. And I suppose my question is, and, in, and what it throws up for me, is uh, given the direction the club wants to take, um, it, and given some of those statements, it must be pretty clear to all of the squad that, uh, again, as, as this, this point has been made earlier, that if an opportunity comes along, we will take it to replace and improve, and the long-term strategy of the club is to replace and improve. And I suppose my question in all of that is, if anyone has got an idea of, of, of how the plan is set, then it's just interesting if, if, if anyone's got that insight, but how do you keep a, a squad happy Under that type of situation, particularly, you know, there is an attraction in coming to the club, but we are where we are. And obviously the dream, the the progress of the club is still aspirational at the minute. So it's just an interesting one for me. And I think today keeping Courtney Hawes to finish the point finally is a really good example of keeping a player that we absolutely need in our squad, in my opinion, who might not get to play every week.
0: Yeah, thanks, Gary. Really interesting point. I think it's um, we're, we're almost at a different stage of our evolution, yeah. aren't we? Uh, in terms of us, in terms of our squad. Uh, uh, and from what we've seen, you know, we've obviously built a squad to to get up, and then we've had to consolidate in the league and manage to stay up. And then last season, looking to improve, and now trying to push on from sort of mid-table, lower mid-table. Uh, and your point around there, trying to keep players happy, like House, uh, and this is why, why the wider squad happy. Uh, Carl and Sam, you know, you both were talking about uh, on, on our WhatsApp chat around, you know, extra, having extra games like Europe and obviously trying to achieve Europe will will, will mean that, you know, they can... Uh, they can get game time there's more games to play at the moment we're a bit, a bit restricted in terms of the, the Premier League game we obviously haven't done so well in the, in the Cups well in, in the League Cup anyway this season um, and then obviously the FA Cup as well with my United, uh, the loss against my United uh, what, what do you make of uh, Gary's point there
1: uh, any, any insights on, on that? Um, I mean I suppose my only insight and it's uh, not going to be very insightful is that we uh, we need to get into Europe don't we? Um, so it's as easy as that really um, we need more games we need to I mean I suppose you know you talk about um, the first part about opportunistic and um, sort of plan for future signings I, I think there needs to be a balance I, you know a, a lot of people have got their views on Juarez and I suppose we're going to come on to him in a bit whether that would be a good idea or not I know I've got my view on it but that's certainly there's there's opportunistic there's Planning for the future, but then there's also real short term thinking, which I prefer us to do less of. Um, But I I suppose to keep everyone happy, to keep players, squad players happy, like you you know, you you think about youngsters as well, you think about Carney, like there's murmurs that he's not particularly happy with hanging around, even and actually he's getting quite a bit of game time. So I I don't know how we'll do it other than staying in cup competitions and getting into Europe. But um, it's definitely a challenge and it's it's going to be a challenge until we make that next step.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. I think uh, the thing is you have to progress, don't you? You have to have progress. Uh, and um, you would hope that the players in the squad are as ambitious as the owners. Uh, and I don't think it does anyone any harm to have a bit of pressure on them and for them to know that there's no... In this squad, who is guaranteed uh, a team um, in, in the long term? Like, if you form, you, you don't get in. If you do perform, you get in. Um, and you know, as the squad gets bigger, keeping everybody happy is is going to be more difficult. But again, ultimately, that's that's the manager's job as well, isn't it? You know, that's what we pay the manager for is to keep everyone uh, keep everyone happy. Um, and, and I think. <laughs> part of probably why they're trying to hurry up the improvement of the first team a, a little bit is the longer it takes for you to get to that next level in the in the league uh the uh the more difficult it is going to be for people to see the opportunity for them uh, to progress as as players um and let's not forget how quickly we've progressed so far you know this is the first season really where we're in a similar position to where we were last season for a, for a long time. So you know, I, I think players can can see that that progress. And some players who we relied on are already starting to fall by the wayside as as a result of that. If you think of your Hurryhands and uh, El Ghazis and and people like that, who you know, Carl uh, was very. Uh, um, uh, keen to point out how important El Ghazi had been in getting us back into the league and, and all that sort of stuff so um a balance of some of them will leave uh, and with our good wishes uh, and our, that's how I would have felt if House hadn't had signed and had left um, uh, and then the the rest of it is if if we progress then you know as Carl says there's more games and more opportunities and also you're playing for a more prestigious club and would you want to go and get first team football
0: at, at Norwich or stay with us? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Good point. Uh, we've got another another caller. Uh, we've got B6 Ben. Ben, I'm just gonna add you on, mate. Give me one second. Just says connecting. Uh, but no, thanks, AJ. That's uh, some interesting points. And Suarez will come on to that topic now, uh, in a second. But before that, Ben, can you hear me okay? Oh, hello,
6: hello,
0: hi, mate. You're right. How are you doing?
6: Good. I'm doing well, mate. How are you doing?
0: All good, mate. All good. Thanks for joining. No isn't well, you, uh, uh, you've hopefully been listening in. What's on uh, the the chat we're having around uh, sort of squad strategy and keeping players happy, uh, age profile, Suarez, oh. etc. No, I've I've not got any idea. <laughs> I've no idea. No idea. Yeah. Would you Would you sign Suarez personally if it was you? Mm. I don't know. Really, it depends how well he'd suit our system. I mean, realistically, we need someone
4: who can finish, but also someone who can run.
0: Cause if we look at Ings, Ings can finish, but then he can't really run, and then that makes that makes us play worse, because we need all the players to be able to contribute instead of just expecting just the ball and being able to finish. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think that's a good point. I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, some, some stats going around earlier, uh, I think Yesterday, yeah. actually, it was around Suarez's pressing stats, which uh, I know it's not good or under He scored so many goals; he scored 21 goals was last season, yeah. and seven this season. So he's obviously he's mm-hmm. an elite striker. It, is, it was an elite striker in his day, it, it still is, still yeah. doing well. But I think in terms of we've seen with Ekins, you know, as you rightly say, um, how important yeah. it is to have that all-round all package, especially play um, and the, mm-hmm. the man that would struggle with Watkins and Ings. Um And yeah. I'm not sure if that yeah. if that has any legs to it or not. Although it did seem to have come from. It pretty a good source but links mm. with Enquetier as well. So it does seem like Stryker um may be a target maybe now or maybe in the summer.
6: Mm.
0: Uh, be interested to see what happens with Inks obviously Gerard yeah. Gerard didn't sign him, did he? So he's not Gerard's player. Uh, likewise Watkins has been linked with Arsenal as well. So maybe mm. some change there in the uh, in the summer. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks Ben. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Nice one. Uh, so, should we move on to Hero and Villain of the Week, Carl?
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, um, Hero of the Week, I'll start with. Um, and I toyed... Um, a runner-up was uh, Jacob Ramsey, but he got it a few weeks ago. So, uh, I'm not going to give it in for his goal and assist. I'm going to give it to uh, Buendia. Who, um, who I thought, up until the last few games, I thought he was never going to quite live up to his, his price tag. But last few games, I think, actually makes me feel like in the future we're going to think of that as peanuts. Um, I thought he was brilliant. Um, and, you know, as much as I'm looking forward to what Coutinho can do um, between now and the end of the season, I think I'm more excited about what Buendia... Is um, going to bring to the side. Um, now he seems to be banging form. I thought he was. I thought he was excellent against Manu. Really good.
2: I've got some numbers if you like, mate. And I didn't just. Spare, oh, yes. so everyone knows. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be. Uh, he was going to be hero of the week. So Are you sure? But, uh, Are you sure you uh, not colluded beforehand? No, no, we haven't. Um, but, but I did obviously when I knew he was excellent. So I thought it was worthwhile. Uh, putting a few numbers in. Also worth noting, one of the commentators, I think the week the week before, was calling him Boo So I don't know if uh, if that's what we're supposed to say. But there was that,
1: there was, there was saying Boo Ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it made me think of. Uh, but anyway, 66
2: touches in the game. Only Mings and Cash had more. And uh, those of you who watch the game will know that uh, United, um, especially once they went ahead, uh, which was obviously quite early on, were sitting quite deep. So there was a lot of the ball being passed around uh, our defence uh, for quite a bit of the game. Uh, so inevitable that the defenders would have had more touches. But 66 touches. Um, so third on that measure. 12 progressive carries. Uh, so first on that measure. Um, and Cash was second with seven. So miles ahead on that. Eight progressive passes, uh, so that led the team as well. Six uh, shot-creating actions, so you'll remember that is um, being either the person who sets up the shot or one move uh, before that. And, of course, uh, one of those was a goal-creating action as well because he was involved uh, in the build-up for the first goal. Um, And one of the key stats, I think, was he played 13 passes under pressure I think one of the brilliant things, one of the ways he really dragged us back into it after what was, let's face it, a very poor first 30 minutes against Manchester United, he was key in dragging us back in because he just wants the ball all the time. I think that has been part of the problem and why he's given it away a lot in, in recent game, in previous games. But 13 passes played uh, under pressure uh, and second on that metric was Ings with, with eight. So again, miles, miles ahead. Um, but also, as well as his play with the ball and his ability to progress it and ability to play in tight areas. Um, only Cash and Sanson in the entire team had more pressures in the game as well. So his defensive contribution um, is huge uh, too. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, as with Carla, I'm really excited to see, I really hope um, perhaps not uh, on Saturday because maybe Coutinho's still not enough to start, but I'm really hoping we're going to end up with Buendia and Coutinho playing as two tens behind either Watkins for the for the rest of the season, because the combination of those two um, uh, and their ability on the ball um, is quite exciting, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And the thing about Buendia that I've found is that um, because he always wants to play forward, I think it's been frustrating at times when we've been under pressure, the ball gets to Buendia, he wants to dribble or he wants to play forward and, and then it breaks down. Um, and I think having someone in the in the team that you know is always offensive, always wants to keep us on the front foot, always wants to create something, is really exciting. I think that there's you know those those few occasions where actually it
0: would be better if Sam's gone. Hello, Sam. Someone shot him. Someone shot him. him. fine yeah. fuck for that. <laughs> uh, it, it was boring me. It was
1: boring me. Okay. <laughs> it was boring Whoever shot him as well i think
0: (laughs) on
2: on that uh, point though actually i thought um i I didn't think he was trying i think early on he was really trying to live up to his price tag and you know there was not that we were struggling for creativity around him and and i think some more creativity coming in will really help and I, i felt like he wasn't overplaying against united at all but he was brilliant at linking the play And actually the numbers support that as well. So he passed in total for 740 yards. But... only about 200 yards of that was progressive, which is still good. It still moved the ball forward a lot, but actually, it shows a lot of what he's doing is linking up, playing um, other players
6: as well.
1: Yeah, and, and and it's the difficult of pass that he tries. He's bound to give it away a few times, isn't he? But because of how difficult the he's trying, he's not just laying it off as sometimes you you might prefer him to do. But um, but yeah, the difficulty of pass. Like it's surprising how high his passing um, stats are, really, because he's he's yeah. always trying to play a killer ball.
0: Yeah, and those, y- those yards you talked about, you know, you talked about House earlier and, and those progressive yards are over a longer distance. You know, those passes are long-range passes, those sort of, you know, those raking balls that was playing to Luke Dean and stuff like that, whereas Buendia hardly ever plays a pass more than sort of 10 yards, does he really, apart from maybe a cross now and again. Yes. So those 200-odd yards with the progressive passes are actually quite a few passes, if you look at it, I imagine, in detail. Ooh. Carl, who's your who's your villain
1: of the week? Well should we should we just say if anyone disagrees with uh Hero of the Week and wants to uh give their own um Hero of the Week um request to speak, if not we'll just we'll oh, just yes. agree love, that you I all would, agree with I would, Matt.
0: I would, I would really enjoy someone coming on and putting Carl in his place. Yeah. yeah. Be
1: really fun. yeah. Well, sure as well. And if and if no one does, it means that everyone agrees with Matt. I
2: guess the Could I guess it? the other I guess the other nomination is Jacob Ramsey, isn't it? About yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you did yeah. mention him. Uh, I also, you know, I, I think inevitably Ramsey and Cout- Coutinho got all the noise after the game. Uh, you know, goal and an assist uh, for Ramsey. Um, 90% pass completion as well, pretty much. 89 to be exact, but but give or take. Um, mm. Coutinho, for all of the influence that he had, he actually only had 15 touch came on. Um but one was a goal, and let's face it, he also got—he he basically got an assist. He doesn't get credited with an assist because it came off the defender, but he effectively made Ramsey's goal as well. So, does he? He, um, does he though? I
0: mean, uh, he sort of got dispossessed though. So, is it did he effectively get an assist?
2: Well, was he was he He's—I to... he's, mean—he he's he's so was, he
0: was heavily involved. Yeah, so yeah, involved
2: yeah, yeah. in the build-up, he's driven into the box, you know. So, uh, you know, I think Is
0: that is that a shot-creating action, does that go down as a shot—no, it doesn't
2: no, because the basically the opposition player intervening, you don't get anything. It's a bit like um, uh, Bailey in the in the last ever, where he, he basically um, uh, played an, un, uh, fired in an undefendable corner which led to an own goal but you don't get anything for that. You don't get, well, assist, you yeah. don't get a goal creating action, you don't get anything. So um,
1: We've got we've um, got a request that someone's presumably going to disagree with. Me, so oh yeah, let's um, get him on. Sam, get, Sam
0: Harcourt, let's get him on. Just adding him on. I really hope he disagrees with you
1: i mute. I've got the I've got the mute button. Remember?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you have Sam.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. I can hear you. Oh, it's different, Sam. How confusing! Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> Sam, Sam Cleary, go on mute, please. Me? Sam Harcourt, please speak. Sam Harcourt, how
7: are you, mate? I'm alright. How are you? I'm
0: good, mate. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. What have you What have you got to say?
7: Um, you know, first of all, I think every, every, most people here are from England. I'm actually from America, but. Um, nice whereabouts? Um, Philadelphia. My dad, my dad's a brummy, so. Um, oh, well, oh, nice. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I've been supporting Villa ever since I was a, a you know, very young. So. Um, Have you ever been? I've never been. I've been to Birmingham because my grandma lives there, but I've never been to. I've never actually been to a Villa game, which is kind of crazy to think about because I've, you know, it's like, I kind of I worship Villa Park. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. I've never it's crazy i've never gone i mean i've I'll, i know i know i'll crap myself when i go there so but um do it mate go get down there have a balty pie i know yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> have you is there, have, is there any other, do you
7: meet up with any other villa fans in philadelphia you know what to there's is a Phil- there or? is a philadelphia supporters club um like an official an official one um and they they do watch games in this pub in South Philadelphia, I haven't gone. I haven't gone to any because I just found out about them I'm quite busy as well with work and stuff. But, um, but I do want. I it's on my list to go down there and actually watch a game with them because I just beca- I've barely, barely ever met any Villa fans in America. I mean, I me and my, my dad's basically the only one I know other than me. So, um, and they're here. They're here. It's just I just don't see them. You know what I mean? It's all, most people are not gonna. You know. Support Villa unless you have a, a reason to, you know, because we have unfortunately, been that good for the past 15 years, really. Have So, 10 years, no. So,
1: yeah, since I'd, I'd say that, yeah, that's that's quite kind as well. I, I think even, even Martin O'Neill times, I mean, we was, we was better, but we still never have been good for let's face it, eight, it was four, underwhelming. 40, wasn't it? 50. it
7: was underwhelming, it was, yeah,
1: yeah, it, we should have been better.
7: I mean, we haven't been and, a and top, top team and since like the late 90s, you know, with uh with John Gregory and stuff, and we finished, like, I think we finished second in 98, was it? Something like that. Something, uh, finished, yeah. Four, we finished, fourth. Uh, fourth.
0: Set fourth. Yeah. Finished second under... Uh, big Ron. Uh, right, big Ron. Finished fourth under Brian Little. Uh, there was there, was there not one of
7: those years in the we late 90s where he finished second? No. Certainly
6: we, were, we, were, we, were, we
0: were, There was a season under John Gregory where we were first uh, all the way till, till Christmas, past Christmas. Yeah, we were top of uh, Christmas. I, I think we still hold the record for... The biggest downfall from being first, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, which is not a great record to have, uh, but yeah,
2: we, um, yeah, we finished, we, we finished, didn't we finish sixth or seventh or something?
0: Sixth yeah, dreadful, and, and yeah.
3: then also so, I mean, under,
2: Mar- under Martin O'Neill, we had a record as well, didn't we, for where we were? Yeah. And
3: then, yeah, we were third, not, when we, beat not,
2: Black- when we beat Blackburn, yeah, You're and right, then not, League. no League, no one has ever
0: fucked it up that bad, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll
7: it's the United, you know, thanks, just, thanks
0: for uh, uh, raising everyone's uh, morale there.
7: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, 100%, 100%. Great to have you on,
0: though, mate. From all the way. Yeah. yeah and also,
1: are you, Sammy, are you ultimately saying that you completely agree with who, who my hero was? Yeah. Who's your hero? Uh, it was it was Brendan this week. That's fair. No,
7: hundred percent. that's exactly, exactly. Um, thank, thank you. It, thank you. Gonna... Thank you, um, you. know what? It's, <laughs> it's, it's been Brendan, Brendan hero for the past three weeks for me, honestly, because. I just think, like, really come alive in these past few weeks. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I, I watch every yeah, game. Definitely, definitely. He's really, you know, at first when we saw him, it looked like he couldn't really he couldn't really hold. You know, he he didn't look physical enough to be, like, a top Premier League player. He really didn't because he was kind of getting bullied, wasn't he, a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of started to, I don't know if he went to the gym or what happened, but he's, you know, he's gotten acclimated now. He's able to hold off people with his body. And... He's been playing really really well. I mean, the past three weeks he's totally come to life. I mean, he's been the star player for a mile a, m- a mile by over anyone else for me. I mean, obviously when we tied United, you know, obviously Coutinho and Ramsey like we all know we're there yes. because they're the one you know, Ramsey scored the Ramsey scored the goal, Coutinho scored the goal and they kind of assisted each other, didn't they? Kind of, really. So, um yeah. Yeah. But you no, know, I, I don't I, I don't know what all this talk about Suarez, man. I don't I don't want him. I mean, I've been saying this for so long, and I can't get over... I, I can't stress it enough. I've been saying it for so long. Is that we need to... Pri- like, even when we brought Ings in, they were trying to play Ings and Ings and Watkins together. Ings, we all know Danny Ings is a quality striker. Like, he is. Like, we all know this. I mean, he's really... He's a really good poacher. He's really good at what he does. But for me, the fact... The way Ollie runs and his work rate and his athleticism over Ings is too overwhelming to say to start ings over Ollie. And the thing about Ollie as well is he's not just there's plenty of players who run a lot and have a good work rate. You know, Che Adams is one of them for Southampton. But Ollie actually has really good finishing as well. And I don't think for me, I just don't think he's had the chance really this season to show that. I don't think he's had a run of ten games where he's on, where he's been playing alone by himself as the lone striker. And they haven't it hasn't he hasn't had that consistency for himself to really get into this this season and have 10 goals or, you know, get into the double digits, you know what I mean? You know, and I just feel, I feel like I don't, we don't need to be focusing on getting another striker. Like we need to get a defensive midfielder, in my opinion. Yeah, like yeah,
0: a, no, I, think, I think I think that, I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, the rumors about Suarez with that he's him in the summer maybe as well. Yeah, right? but he's yeah.
7: seven goals in nineteen appearances. Like you know, yeah. he's thirty-four yeah, yeah. years old. I, I, he's thirty-four.
0: I, I, think, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm on with you. I agree. I, I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a basis
7: rumor. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I think Ollie can be our. I think he can be our guy for the next five years. I think he can be our striker for the next five years. I agree. Uh, yeah
0: well we, we've got uh, rob joining us kit maestro rob who's been on the pod before rob mate how are
5: you i'm good thanks mate how are you all
0: oh, good mate uh, before we go to villain of the week uh, your thoughts on what in so far
5: um i don't disagree with any of it i think you know the, the one thing that i'd probably add to is around the the conversation of the age profile of, of some of the guys that we're looking to bring in and i think it's a tricky balance and, and a lot of the, the talk amongst the fan base has been about blocking the, the way for the kids to get through. But I actually think that with having some of the older guys in there and you know, older by the likes of Coutinho or whoever it might be, it's no bad thing because signing lads that are all 24, 25 years old, that will block the progress of if you're 19 years old and the club are signing players that have still got a good six or seven years in front of them you probably think you've got no chance whereas you know we saw it with with john terry love him or hate him as a character but there was clearly an influence around the approach to what it takes to be an elite level footballer around Bodymore heath and i, I can imagine that steven gerrard's looking at the potential he's got in front of him and thinking well yeah actually i, I do want some some people around that can kind of guide these lads along for a couple of years, and then they can they can start to to run on their own. No, I
0: agree. I agree, Robin. I think um, you know with Lukaku and Coutinho. I mean, the interesting thing for me is you know these are people who have won trophies elsewhere, played for the biggest clubs, played in the biggest competitions, but are still at the peak of their powers. You know, still at a good age. They're not like I mean, Suarez is different, obviously, but he's still playing at a high level, still contributing at a high level. But Coutinho and Dean, especially, they are. You know, they're reaching a peak, and you know we talked about this last last week on the pod. You know about this this uh, infatuation with people's ages and having players into 24, etc. And you look at Ashley Young. You look at his, you know, yes, he's been up and down but in terms of his fitness. You know, he's. Is still in peak condition, and I think a lot more players will be like that. Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously, another example. Um, so I think you know these types of players can, can play a lot longer than maybe 10 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. players were there, and, and as you say, they, they add so much off the field as well. Um, Rob, stay with us uh, if you can, mate. Uh, Carl, back to you for Villain of the Week.
1: Okay, um, I'm going to try and be quick and succinct, um, but it's uh, Bruno Fernandes, um, no, no, no and uh, yeah. And I was thinking, all oh, what, what all the reasons I can go through. And there's, there's so many other than him just being Bruno Fernandes, but just two things that really, really, really wish, just, just wish that one of the times that he rolls around on the floor, holding his, his, his knee after someone's just walked past him. Um, just that, just wants it to someone to actually really clatter him. Like there's the bit where um, Ollie tried to. Well, he didn't try and pick him up. Ollie was essentially going tell him to get up because he'd he'd um, he'd died. There was that bit where he, he, his injury completely healed in that moment, and he um, he immediately wanted a fight with um, with Ollie. But the worst thing, the worst thing he did in uh, and it was after the game. Is uh, I don't know if everyone saw his uh, his interview where. He was asked why he was moaning at the ref at full time. And, and he said he was moaning because he couldn't understand why Villa were making a fourth substitution because Buendia had hurt his shoulder, not his head. Now, there's two things wrong with that statement. One is that it was a head injury. He'd also hurt his shoulder as well. But the other thing is we hadn't made fucking four subs. Buendia stayed on till the end of the match. What, what's he, He's moaning at the ref for allowing us to do something we didn't even fucking do. He's just an odious rat faced arsehole. And <laughs> he's genuinely one, he's one. Someone compared, like, I, I didn't see who did it, but someone put up, like, two players, him and um, Zahar, saying that they're the two most hated players sort of players in the Premier League. I think that's really harsh on Zahar. It's annoying, but to put him anywhere near that wanker, I, I I, can't fucking stand him. And anyone who can be in the same team as Ronaldo and be the biggest wanker, that takes some doing, doesn't it?
6: There was, yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> it was a good article in the Guardian a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I mean, to be fair to him, um, I don't know why I should be fair to him, because he, he is a prick, but... Um, to be to be fair to him, he was very good in, in the game, uh, but he has been poor for a lot of this season. And um, the this whole premise of this whole article was uh, uh, Fernandez used to be good and moan a lot, and now he just moans a lot. And they wrote a whole article <laughs> about that, just saying all all he is now that he's shit is just a winger and a, and a moaner. Uh, it's almost like you can get away with it if you're... Um, you know, scoring goals left, right, and centre like he was last season. Every
1: he every breaking team. every breaking play is talking to the referee. He was. Yeah. There's, there's another thing that's just annoyed me about him. I've remembered. and I'm just going to say it whilst I'm here. He, he he went to the ref. It was a really it was a yellow card tackle, and he went to the ref. It was sometime in the second half. I Think just second half had just started, moaning because he's got a yellow card by saying it's the first foul. The first foul doesn't make any foul okay. Yeah, with just a clear yellow. It's yeah, a clear it. yellow
0: card. Yeah. Welcome everyone to the uh, Villa Talk. You <laughs> 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 This is what we're. This is every week for us. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying it. Do you know what? Carl loves well? you know, I, 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 it's it's hard to disagree with Carl, isn't it? Sorry. It's, it's, his, it's
2: his face as well. Like he's just got yeah. such an annoying
1: like rat, rat, rat face. Yeah. Yeah. Rat face.
0: Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. annoying. Jess, I've just seen you've uh, you've jumped on. If you can hear me, uh, please unmute yourself. Uh, um, Fernandez, rat-faced or not?
6: Oh, 100%. <laughs> <That> rat-faced tosser. <laughs> Never stops moaning in the ref's ear. Constantly. Every game. Every single game. As soon as the, the ball goes out of play, he's in the air. Drives me up the wall. Hates him.
0: Good, good. How uh, are you anyway,
6: not, Jess? You good? I'm, I'm good, yeah. I'm good, Uh Good to see you doing a live session.
0: Yeah, why um, not? We thought, why not? Just made a little bit different. So, for those listening, obviously, Jeff, you're a regular listener, but this is our normal sort of pod format that we thought we'd do it at the same time as Faces and let people join in. But, Jeff, what have you got to say?
6: I just want your guys' opinion on what you think of Leon Bailey and how he's going to fit into Gerard's system. Because obviously, we got a lot of talk about the two tens that Gerard prefers to play with. So where's, where's Bailey going to fit into? That? Will he play him central, perhaps? Which then throws into question: Well, why are we being linked with strikers? Uh, I'm just really intrigued to see where Bailey's going to fit into things. I mean, it's looking like he's probably going to be fit come the break that we're going to have at the end of the month. So maybe beginning of February. So what, what, what do you guys think?
0: Yeah, an interesting, uh, interesting point. I'll, I'll leave it up to. Uh, the others to uh, have their say but just before we, we go into that um, I've uh, uh, thanks for Gaz for recommending that we start our own hashtag so uh, hashtag Villa Talk Spaces if you want to leave a comment and don't want to join in via uh, audio then please do uh, do that but yeah carry on
1: boys uh, Leon Bailey um, well yeah I'll qu- say, I-, I was just quickly going to say I was thinking about this the other day and um, I-, I think he's going to really struggle to fit in um, especially because he plays the two tenths um, I don't see him fitting into one of those roles i started to think like maybe he'll he'll play him sort of ahead of those and maybe he sees Bailey. I, I, I don't know if he's ever played um as a sort of striker before um i don't know i i'm, I'm worried that he doesn't fit in that's my thing and I, I i don't know where we were there was before we brought in dean i was thinking he may play him as some sort of wing back in a, a, a different system but i don't know i, I just really don't know and it, it's it's a shame because um player but when it would be a shame if we never we never get to see the best of him because he does not fit into to uh, a system. Uh,
2: the only thing I'd add is uh, I mean, uh, like probably most people on the pod, I'm not an avid watcher of uh, of Scottish football. So what I know about how Gerard played at, at Rangers is stuff that i I, I read rather than watched myself. But from what I read, he started out with this two-ten system largely when he was uh, you know, focusing on tightening up what was quite a leaky defence, which is what he's also trying to do at Villa. But actually, he did move to a slightly more expansive system uh, with uh, wingers. Now, uh, how long it will take to get us into that position, whether he would make the same switch if we did get into that position, etc., I, I don't know. I don't think it's uh, impossible to imagine... A slightly different 4-3-3 under Gerard, either as we progress, um, which, let's face it, Leon Bailey might not want to wait around for two years while we progress to a system that he can play in. Um, but wh- while we progress, or on a more sort of horses-for-courses uh, basis where we might want a little bit more within, in some games, uh, I could can, I can see him uh, perhaps getting used there. I mean, the priority for Bailey has got to be to get fit and stay fit, and have an opportunity to get picked. Because so far, um, we've had some exciting cameos, um, some more mediocre performances in in other games. Um, but I just I feel like we haven't certainly haven't seen the best of him so far because he's uh, he's picked up so many injuries. So I, I think let's let's get him back fit first, and then see if we can fit him in.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think um, it's clear, it seems pretty clear to me that uh, if, you know, if Gerrard was our manager in the summer, just gone, I don't think that he'd have been looking to sign Bailey as a priority. Um, and yeah, I, I, last time we played Everton, actually, um, obviously at home, that, that cameo from Bailey was quite exciting and everyone thought he was the real deal uh and you know s- since then i think that, p- that the people have got a few more few more reservations and i think it's up to him to dispel those and he's gonna have to work really hard in training and uh, take his opportunities when they come but my fear for him is that they might be few and far between i have to be honest
0: yeah no i think i think you may be right i guess we'll see you know it's uh early days yeah and we have yet to see Jared have to be adaptable or change his formation or change his strategy we've sort of stuck to what we uh what we did from the first game, really, and and tried to fit players into that system. But I I guess we'll see as and when things develop. Rob, your thoughts on Bailey before we move on to the Everton preview?
5: Well, I think he, he offers us something different. And just to build on what you were saying there, I think having a variety of players is something that we've not had for a long time. We've tended to have duplicates in the squad you know, with a little bit of a drop-off of the same type of player and Trezeguet and El Ghazi being good examples of that, really. You know, you think about some of the teams like a Manchester City or a Liverpool or, you know, some of the guys that like to really dominate possession and whether it's at their ground or at ours, quite often they've just got free reign to come and camp in our half of the field and, and do whatever they want and I, and I think having somebody like Bailey at the other end of the pitch just gives you that that out ball really and, and means that the opposition have got to got to keep an eye on what you're doing and make sure that they don't lose the ball whereas if we've got I mean Watkins is he's fairly quick but he's you know he's not going to terrify anybody with his pace you know so if if you think of Coutinho Watkins and uh and Buendia as the kind of the attacking three it's still a A fairly slow or or, or steady progress of the field the the two fullbacks aren't rapid either Um, whereas having Bailey in games where we need him or at at moments of a, a game where we need him there's a there's a long ball out over the over the opposition defense and it gives them something to think about and if it pushes the opponents 20 yards further back rather than just being able to swarm all over our penalty area then you know, that's kind of, in a way, defending from the front without him needing to chase around all over the pitch. I think
0: with Bailey, a bit like Wendy, you know, we've got to
5: give give
0: him time, uh, let him get used to the system. I mean, I'm used to playing under Gerard. We yet to see the best of him, obviously. He's, uh, he's a very talented player, we know, uh, and he's been a bit up and down since he's joined. Um, a few great cameo appearances aside, so... Um, I think I think you know we've got to buy their time we'd be interested to see what happens in over, over the next few windows as well. Uh, I suppose the issue you have when you change managers and uh there's a change of style or a change of ethos that um you end up with a mismatch of squads as well and players so maybe there's going to be um, not wholesale changes but maybe tweaks here and there to personnel as well so whether Bailey etc are part of the long term plans or not I guess we'll see very hard to say now. Uh, thanks, Rob, for joining us. Just quickly, before we move on to vital statistics, we've got one more uh, caller who's requested to come on, Tobias. I'm just going to add you on, mate. Give me one second. Sorry for those who've uh, also requested. There's so many requesting that it's uh, difficult to add you all on. Uh, I didn't envisage this much uh, <laughs> this much demand, but I will try and get you one as, as soon as I can. Why not?
2: Why not, mate? Why didn't you envisage a lot of demand? Oh, well, don't
0: know, mate. I still don't know. The first basis, you just don't know how it's going to go. I'm everyone, quite pessimistic. Of course, by, everyone by, by wants
2: to. course, everyone wants to have a little chat. Of course. All oh, right.
0: so but I've tried to add buy on, but he's managed to. Uh, I don't know what's happened. He's gone somewhere. But anyway, can let's I, move um, on. Well, Sorry, well, go well, on, on. Before you. we do, before we move go on
2: from United, I just wanted to pose a, a quick one around uh, Martinez. Um, Obviously, a massive error and uh, it's actually not the first time he's cost us this season. Um, Obviously, he's a great keeper and he's been a great signing, but we talked a little bit at the end of last season about the huge impact he had for us on uh, looking at the post-shot expected goals measure, the plus or minus, which basically tells you uh, a lot about how your keeper's performing because it's a measure of how many goals are you conceding versus how many you would expect to concede versus the quality of shots uh, you faced and last season we ended the season with Martinez about eight or nine goals to the good on that so basically he'd, he'd saved eight or nine goals versus what you'd expect for the quality of shots um, he has faced uh, and I think we you know, we had a sort of, you could never do this properly but we we, at that, we reckoned he probably won us five or six points last season on his own uh, but this season, so far, he's on a minus five on that measure. So, based on the quality of shots that he has faced, we've conceded five more goals uh, than you would um, expect. It, it, so, so, just a sort of a thought, really, a, a question. Is is there an issue around Martinez making errors more than we would expect? Or hope? And are we kind of ignoring that a little bit, given just how phenomenal a signing he was for last season and how good his all-round play has been. But but let's face it, that was a huge error. It was. That that should never have gone in. It was almost as bad as that famous ton basically getting dropped and never playing again.
1: Yeah, it it was. But um, I can only speak for myself, but I think you should shut your filthy mouth before you uh, slag off Martinez um, around around, around his place. Shut your filthy mouth.
2: I'm just reporting the numbers, mate. That's all I'm here to do.
1: No, you're the numbers man. He's the numbers man, Carl. He's the numbers. I'm
4: just man. just telling
0: you what. The go easy mean. on him. He's saying you can numbers.
4: Disagree. I know. I,
0: I, I actually, I'm actually with AJ for for once. I think. Uh, you, can you can all go. shut your filthy you're, mouths. Hang on. <laughs> hang on.
5: Hang on. No, I think you're with you,
0: I'm with the day, I'm with the I'm just. I also, I, I've said, I've sort of seen my eyes. I still. I mean, you saw how he came back after that mistake. He still made a crucial save against Greenwood and. You know, still commanding and, and made decent saves and still excellent overall in the game, apart from that error. So he's still, you know, one of the best keepers in the world. Let's face it. I just do, do think. I also think, you know, the the fact that the side's been not at its best. Uh, it's been an up and down season, and, and in front of him it's been a bit woeful. It hasn't helped. Whereas last season, obviously, for a large part of the season, we were excellent. So uh, I don't think that's that's been a, a massive help. So I, I, you know, again, with everyone in the team, Simeon Bendir, he's had a poor start, and he's come now. Backfiring. I think it's one of those seasons where it's hard to judge. It's been so up and down for everyone. There's not really been, apart from maybe Jacob Ramsey, who's probably been, our, in my opinion, our best player this season or one of our best players. Um, and that's my recently. by score against Man United. I think overall his performances have been excellent. I don't think there's been anyone that's been week in, week out amazing. Um, maybe Conza as well, I suppose you could say. But um, let's move on to. Uh, our next segment of the show, and I'm going to play music again. So bear with me; it's going to probably sound shit, but I'll edit it in afterwards. Uh, and for those who are uh, waiting to speak, I'll get you one as soon as uh, AJ does his numbers. A bit here is vital statistics, ladies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Vital statistics. Our day. Vital statistics.
0: What will the stats say? Anyway, AJ, uh, before we get everyone to speak, uh, what's the what's the give me this pre-match stat pack before the Everton game?
2: Well, um, the, the big stat that we talked about last time was obviously this is the most played uh, fixture um, in the history of the world or whatever the stat is. Uh, we went one up last time. So we've won three, and they've won 82. So we want to stay ahead. We can't, you know, minimum we need is a, is a draw, isn't it, to maintain our lead in the most played fixture of all time. Um, but we are also uh, very rare positive head to head here. We are unbeaten in our last five games against Everton with three wins in those. Uh, and even in our last two away games, we've got a win and a draw. Um, so uh, it's about as good as a head-to-head gets for us, really, in the, in the Premier League. We've still got a bit of a hangover from uh, uh, when we were terrible for about five or six seasons before we went down. And then, um, obviously, uh, we only just stayed up by the skin of our teeth the first season back as well. So most teams in the Premier League we've got a poor record against, but actually going into the Everton game with a good record. Um, and... Much reported, obviously, given that uh, um, Benitez has lost his job. Everton's form on the other side of the coin has been uh, terrible. Um, So they've only won twice in their last 14 league games. Uh, They did also beat Hull in the Cup uh, within that period. But uh, anyone who watched it will realise that that was a struggle against a whole side who have not been particularly good in the championship uh, this season. And of those 14 games, they've lost nine. So appreciate that our form hasn't been great. Obviously, a very good result and uh, performance for most of the game against United. But obviously, we lost a few on the spin uh, before that. But also, across those 14 games, they've conceded over two goals a game on average. Um, so you've got to expect us to uh, have a, a bagging a couple. Um, I guess the flip side of the story is obviously Rafa's gone and he was pretty unpopular. Um, thankful from our point of view that he, uh, that they sold us Dean before uh, he got sacked. Uh, that was uh, pretty perfect, really Uh, because I dare say now we probably would struggle to get him. Uh, But the fact, even though they haven't got a new manager in as such, the fact that Rafa has gone will probably give them uh, a bit of a lift. Um, But also related to that, obviously Richarlison coming back, he's their second top scorer this season with four goals, despite not having played uh, for a a good few games with with injury. I don't know if he'll start. He didn't last week, uh, but he did come on. um, And so he's got another um, week uh, in his legs. Uh, and also Calvert-Lewin, who's obviously been a long-time absentee for them, uh, is back um, as well. So um, I, I think, uh, in general, I would say a positive uh, story from our point of view in that uh, they're not in good. you've got to go there expecting uh, a win. But there are a couple of, I guess, events uh, that have happened a uh, week or so that perhaps uh, make the trip to Goodison a little bit trickier than it might have been a week or ten days ago.
0: Yeah, and we haven't got Algarzy as well too. rest them as well this time round. So uh, there is that. Um, in terms he of, lot, in terms he of, does a lot of scoring against
2: Everton, does he? he but does, oh, of he? course, it's alone, so he can't play against us. can't play
0: against, against us. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, um, in terms of team um, strategy and squad, who we pick, the uh, formation play, etc. Um, thanks for those who've. Uh, Commented using the hashtag releases. Um, I've got uh, a couple of questions here. Firstly, Billy Wokes. Uh, and I suppose we can link this into the starting lineup and whether or not. Uh, thoughts on Danny Ings? Uh, I really want it to work out for him with good service, he would be uh, up there for our top scorer. Takes him one or two chances to score, as Watkins takes him five chances to score. Uh, AJ, um, uh, your thoughts on. Watkins or Ings, Watkins and Ings, uh, but also that point around Watkins, Ray because uh, I did see James Rushton, uh, who, who sort of tweeted out, I think it was a TikTok, around Watkins in, in terms of his stats and how they're not too different from last year. Um, I did see that. That was quite interesting to hear. But what are your thoughts on the matter?
2: Yeah, well, we've had a bit of chat in the WhatsApp about this, haven't we? Is, uh... Sam, I guess, is the is the main critic of uh, of Watkins. A- again, the data suggests that we're just not creating enough good chances for him, and he's just slightly behind. We're expected to be on an XG, I-, I haven't got it in front of me, but off the top of my head, he's got he's got five goals, and I think his XG is six or something. So he's slightly behind, but it's not like he's missing chances uh, left, right, uh, and uh, center. Uh, I-, I think the the issue is more. We have really struggled to create a lot of good quality chances um, for different reasons. Under uh, Smith, uh, during the season, earlier part of the season, we were obviously struggling to control games. Um, We were uh, struggling to um, uh, defend. uh, And um, I think, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of the ball often. Um, but actually, um, until the, the last couple of uh, couple of league games where we we've been a bit better under Gerard, we were creating a little bit more. But under Gerard, he came in and prioritised defence. Um, uh, so initially, I would say, and the chances really dried up. I mean, the first few games under Gerard, I think we scored goals from a cumulative xG of of one and a half or something. So. You know, we were actually flattered in those games by the number of goals uh, we scored, and, and some of those, you know, Brighton, for example, Watkins was was chipping in, on. So uh, I think it's easy to sort of assume that Ings will score uh, more goals given the equivalent chances, but I'm not sure um, the data support that uh, supports that view um, really. Uh, so i mean my preference would be watkins uh, ahead head of ings um because uh, uh yes uh no, we that there is about who would finish more chances but watkins all round game uh offers a lot more to the team overall uh than than uh ings does but um you know, I think Ings uh, is a great player to have in the squad. We saw early in the season when Watkins was injured, you know, he scored some crucial goals and obviously a great goal against Newcastle that, that won us the game effectively because we were poor until that point. So uh, Ings has a clear role to play for me in the in the side. But if it's one or the other, and I think it should be, uh, when everyone's fit and ready to start, you know, Coutinho, we don't know if he will start. Um, it, it's Watkins first because his hold-up play, his running in the channels, He's closing down. Uh, all of that, he is better than, than Ings at. So so. even if actually his finishing was slightly worse, which I'm not convinced the data suggests it is, but even if it is, uh, then I still would pick Watkins ahead of him um, because uh, he contributes so much more overall.
0: Yeah. Um, Sam, your your thoughts on Watkins uh, just quickly before we carry on in the evidence. And yeah so, yeah works, but... yeah cheers Omar you know I,
3: I think Watkins is a, is a good player. I think he works ever so hard and he holds the, the ball up well. I think my problem with Watkins is you know um is he going to be a sort of 12-13 goal a season striker and if so is that good enough for us for where we would like to be? I'm not sure. The second thing is that when you see the um when you see Buendia, uh and obviously Coutinho is going to come into the side looking to play one touch football around the d um looking for looking to kind of open up the defense i always think that watkins just seems like you know he's just on a, on a lower level he just he just hasn't got the imagination his first touch isn't quite good enough and it, and i think i do wonder whether we'll just look to have a bit somebody with who's a better footballer if you like uh, you know for all his hard work i just think that he just lacks a bit of quality and you you especially see it. I think, when he's uh, got the ball at his feet in a standing position he, and he's got owner to go at. He doesn't have a trick. Uh, he doesn't drop the shoulder. He often plays sideways or backwards. And I, and I just think often that takes the momentum out of our attacks. Um, yeah, you balance that with the good stuff. There is good stuff. He works hard. He, you know, he, wins, he wins balls that are 60-40 against. But I, I do honestly think that um, Gerard will look to upgrade that position. Um, but I could be wrong. One, one thing,
2: yeah, one thing I am open to around the argument for Ings, which Sam sort of uh, implied a little bit there, is you know Ings is used to playing on that last shoulder, and he does make that a Buen Coutinho will find with a through ball. I think more intelligently than perhaps uh, Watkins does. So I guess there's a slightly different point around whether the players playing behind will lead us to getting better quality chances because of the runs that Ings makes and therefore even if he converts the same number of them he's going to get more of them I think I'm more open to that argument than the quality of finishing argument because I think Watkins will get goals but will get them in a different way I don't see him usually being you know making that you run over five yards that a Buendia or a Coutinho's vision can can pick out whereas I do see Ings doing that and we've seen examples of that this season already with Buendia that um, Ings uh, actually
1: hasn't finished for Ings finishing fans Can I just um, say something uh, give, just give my opinion on Watkins and that I, I believe if we don't make the step uh, up in the next couple of seasons he'll he'll beat us to it he'll play for a better team than us that, That's I, I, I rate him a lot higher than um, what Sam does um, but again uh, I, I could be wrong i just that matter.
2: He's already yeah, I, 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 with arsenal, isn't he?
1: So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm with you, Carl. I'm with
0: you, Carl. I am Sam, you know, you're you entitled to your opinion, mate, but you're talking shit. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, no, I, I, I do get his points, Sam, I do get your point. So I think uh, you made some 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 interesting points there in terms of you know, how how do we move on to the next level and is it good enough, etc. But I think the all round game, I think the modern forward you need to have we've seen it so often, um, uh, with players and you know, you look at Ronaldo Man United and yeah, obviously he's amazing an elite player and all that kind of good stuff. But there's even conversations around him and his all-round package of all-round game. And I think Watkins brings so much. He scored 14 goals he, in the league last season, could have more. Uh, if his toe wasn't offside about seven times and he didn't hit the bar about eight times. But I think, um, I, I do think, you know, I, I think long longer term, I think he's, he's going to be key to us to be successful. Uh, his all-round game is so important. Um, Carl, I'll, I'll get a couple of other guys to, to jump on in a second. But just your your Thoughts and get your, your predictions for the Everton game, uh, and for anyone else, just before Carl jumps on and, and talks about his predictions, if you want to jump on and give your prediction or, or tweet us, tweet us, uh, uh, and the hashtag for the talk spaces, uh, it'd be good to hear what people think uh, will happen this weekend.
1: Uh, well, I, I think, um, it's going to be a more difficult game now. Benitez has gone, I thought we would have hammered them with Benitez in still in charge. It'll be more of a difficult game, I still think we'll win. Um, I would play the same team. Um, it's unlikely Coutinho is going to be uh, fit to start, uh, so I would play the same team. And uh, yeah, I think we'll beat them twenty-seven nil. Well, oh, that's the first. Oh. Are you going to give us any going to give us any goal scores this
2: week, mate, or not? Yeah,
1: Ollie Watkins, Ollie Watkins will score twenty-six, and a Calvert Lewin own goal.
4: Okay, I like it. AJ?
2: I still think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 2-1. And by the way, I'm normally terrible at predictions, but can I just point out, last week I predicted 2-2 and a last-minute Coutinho equaliser, so I was off being perfect, although I think I did say his equaliser was going to be a worldie, but... You
1: know, it was a good goal. It was. It was a good goal. I mean, he had to
0: readjust and but, lift uh, the ball. Yeah. I it was yeah. good. Well,
1: I also well, predicted that there wouldn't be a dodgy um, penalty for Manu. Uh, I was the only one who suggested that there wouldn't be one, so I was right. Well, on that. What, okay. what you actually
2: he said was that you would have given Omar a month of your wages if there was a penalty for us. Yeah. So, uh,
1: and, just, and I think he just, agreed to give me a month of his wages, right? No I, right. no, no, I
0: didn't. No, I no, didn't. No, I didn't. I you you uh, volunteered that bet all by yourself, mate. I did not request. Yeah. Anything. No, I was, no, I know, I know. That was. I, I even, I'm pretty sure I even said, "Are you sure? You sure you want to make that bet?" And
1: I was. I was absolutely was. sure, and I won.
0: Right,
1: fair enough. Well, we've got. Uh, we've you got.
0: Uh, sta- you
1: sorry, you go on, l- I was
2: just gonna say, you didn't lose. I'm not sure that's the same as winning.
0: Yeah, I, I would have given it to charity though. Like I said, mate, I don't, yeah. I don't need <sighs> your wages, mate. I don't need. Oh, anyway,
1: yeah, no, no good. I, I, I do, thankfully. So, um. <laughs>
0: Right, we've got uh, Sam's mate who's an Everton fan, Dave, uh, who I'm going to add on now get his thoughts, so to put here the uh, opposition view. Uh, and then we'll finish off with a bit of Villa Vault, a bit of trivia, uh, which you can all join in as well. So Dave, give me one second, mate, I'll just add you on. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear me in a second. Dave Mercer, Everton fan. Dave, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, thanks for joining. Oh, thanks for having us on, mate. Nice one. Uh, i was just double check.ing This wasn't Sam's. Old, uh, old, you know, he's uh, uh, another account he set up, and he's trying to do his Scouts Saxon. I don't know if you've heard. I, it. I
8: mean, I've heard of a lot of accents. They awful. just all sound the same, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sam's is especially terrible, though. Oh no, I meant all Sam's efforts yeah. at accents. They all sound the same.
0: They all sound sort of slightly Welsh. Yeah. Oh yeah, bang on. That is exactly what I said. Um, but yeah, give us your give us your thoughts on the on the game. How are you feeling? Obviously, with Benitez has gone now. Uh, Bit of hope now for you, or just do, do you think the problems are more? Uh,
8: well, I mean, yeah, that? the problems are, are massively more deep rooted than that. But I think getting rid of the uh, paella dice dice has uh, probably been the best thing that could happen for, for us.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 I said great nickname. <laughs> I haven't heard that. <laughs> Sorry, Dave, you there? He's gone. He's gone. Oh, I was looking forward to hearing him speak. Uh, well, anyway, he's coming back on one second. Sorry, guys, bear with me. Uh, hi Dave That's right, mate Yeah go on yeah, your, your thoughts
8: Three days too late Because obviously We lost Luca to you guys uh, But it just I think brings well is, is probably the best thing We can do at the moment We're not really In a place where we can Attract anyone Like Mashiri doesn't know What he's doing he's, he's going for Lampard And Rooney And Cannavaro it seems So he's just trying to put together A Euro 2004 super team I think Yeah um, But, you know, everyone loves Duncan. And the place will be bouncing for the first time in forever. And, you know, we're actually hopeful we might get a point.
0: Wow, Okay. Um, I mean, what do you make of um, Anwar Ghazi coming over? Do you think that transfer was needed, um, given your... Uh, about Demario Gray, for example, in Townsend, been probably two of you. Yeah, um,
8: I, I mean, he wasn't needed. Benitez didn't want him. Um, I mean, he's gone anyway. But it's it's this it seems to be this hold that Girautune has all over Machiri, To be honest, he seems to just bring in players and say have a go at these. And um, you know, and and, and Garz, he always scores against us. As I think someone mentioned before, so at least we've negated that. But it's just the one position we probably don't need players. Um, but it seems that you know, whatever the super agent. Says to Machiri happens for us, so you know. Hopefully he does well. You know, it's only alone, so you know. If it doesn't work out, fine. But we've definitely got more pressing issues.
0: Yeah, how do you think you'll set up against uh, against us on on Saturday? And what's
8: your um, well based on what Dunk did last time? He, he'll go sort. Of, he'll probably go four three three with with potentially going for four two. I think I think Rich Charlson and and DCL will both start. And um, you know, they've been taking a full part in training for a couple of weeks um and he, he just you know he everyone he's, he's just one of those guys who gets everyone going he gets the players up for it so that you know he had him against the three game run Chelsea Man U and Arsenal last time he he just had the players playing for him which we haven't had under anyone else for three or four years now so I think you'll get a response out of him I think he will go sort of four three three morphing into four four two as the game goes on and we just can't. I mean, it's nailed on. Obviously, your manager uh, it couldn't be anyone worse for us. Um, you've just bought <laughs> our most creative player, uh, and to be honest, I think you've got him for an absolute bargain uh, in this in this market. Um, and you've got Philip Coutinho on loan. So, I mean, Dean's assisting Coutinho, and Zinny. That's nailed on. Uh, as as yeah. you mentioned, David, we concede at least one or two goals every game. But I, I just I feel I feel like we'll get something. Uh, which is the most confidence I've been in about six months. Uh, but I, I've. I've, I've- yeah, oh, sorry, I think we've lost Dave there
0: again. Uh, sorry, Dave. I think he was going to go for a draw, wasn't he? Uh, well, yeah, he? was
1: getting yeah, he was getting too confident for my liking anyway. Yeah, I know,
0: yeah, I was going to drop him off anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to ask about luca Dean, but yeah, uh, interesting to hear he says he's got a bargain. I still think Lucadine Dean was there. Is there? Best player alongside Calvin Lewin, and uh, I'm still shocked to be honest that we've managed to get him as a person, opportunistic, opportunistic uh, purchase, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, great great that we've got him. I think he's going to be such an important player for us, and obviously a great debut as well. Um, so, shall we push on to the last segment of the show? So, this is called the Villa Vault. So, what happens here is Sam, if he's available, he's jumped off now, isn't he? wheres is he gone? Anyway, Sam, when he comes back on, is going to uh, pick a game. Uh, a uh, previous meeting between Everton and Villa and test us on it and quiz us on the game. Um, so we've had quite a few '90s games recently uh, by Sam. So hopefully he doesn't go '90s. So that's AJ Forte, not mine, unfortunately. Uh, but if you want to join, you want to want to jump on, uh, then uh, yeah, join in. You can request to speak and you can answer his questions and see if you get them right. Um, but yeah, let's we uh, should we crack on, Sam? Are you uh, ready for the Villa Vault? Uh, I am
3: indeed. Yeah. okay um so yeah all right so uh we're going back to 2000 all right, all right. uh and uh it's in it, november i believe november 2000 okay and uh it was goodison park played in front of uh twenty-seven thousand six hundred crowd well that's uh,
4: rubbish where yeah uh, all right
3: and was, was there was there a fire, Bill? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um what do you think the uh, what's the score? Anyone remember? Two <laughs> thousand. that
0: would have been under Gregory, yep. wouldn't it? Um so oh God, God, trying to remember that far back now. Can I can Everton
3: Dave remember, I wonder?
0: I don't know, he's gone off. I think he's, he's I gone he off. Uh I think,
3: yeah, I think he had the- his bit...
0: He was too confident anyway. Well, uh,
3: him, I <laughs> was going to say this might not the stuffing out of him because uh, we did actually manage to uh, record a 1 0 uh, victory. Oh,
0: I know the game. Yeah. I know the right. so- I know this game. I know this oh, game. Oh, yeah. I think I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh,
2: oh, I don't. Well, here comes Dave.
0: Dave's Dave, Are you there, Dave? He's just connecting. One nil that was that the uh, right you're gonna i' I'm, I'm not gonna answer the question before you say it, but go on, take all the right
3: question. who scored the goal omar Paul the Merce yes, one nil the Merce
0: scored I remember this game vividly uh, uh, it was a depressing game uh, villa were in disarray, weren't we uh, and we were struggling strikers uh is this is that think it's this game w- game was it Go on, carry on. Oh, uh, um, again. I won't um, go through we're okay. Right, before. I'll give some like, extra chance.
3: Come, bring, on, bring on one of the listeners if they've requested. Let's see if they can do the uh goalkeeper and defense.
0: Oh, uh, we, well, we'll only test Dave on the Everton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Everton, Dave, you me. there? Yeah, go on, got you there, mate. Right,
3: we're just saying it was uh, a 1 0 win. This is from the vault 1 0 win to Villa in 2000, all right, November 2000, right.
8: Sounds- is this, is, this when, is, this, you, is this when? Is this when you then you score right at the end? Was it uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was going to ask you who was in the Everton lineup. But... Oh, um, yeah. I think you were one of. I think Sam's favourite ever footballer was in the lineup that day. I think we had uh, Paul Gascoigne was playing for us. When he,
0: he was. I think. Uh, is that? Is that? I don't think it's the same game. But there was no, that was a middle. He was playing for Middlesbrough when he elbowed Bo- Boateng and uh, broke his elbow. Was that was that Middlesbrough, wasn't it? I think that wasn't for Everton, was it? Try to remember that. Sam's gone off now. Our bloody quiz masters.
1: Yeah, that, that when he broke yeah, when he broke on. his out when um, he broke his elbow. That was Middlesbrough, I think. He was yeah, playing for Middlesbrough at the
2: time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was standing for Sam as usual because he's uh,
0: oh, every second. week's
2: tech issues. But yes, Paul Gascoigne was uh, was playing for you, mate. You're right. Um, right. Although uh, it says he he only played thirty-seven minutes and then got subbed. So um I don't, know, I don't know what happened there. But... I think they
0: yeah, get I'm sure he got injured that game. I'm sure he got injured that game. I'm trying to remember yeah. how it was. What happened, but yeah. Anyway, go on, carry on, AJ. Uh oh, Sam, Sam's do, back do, now. Sam's we're doing back 19? anyway. We're doing hello what doing? I'm back Sam, go on. Go on. Right, right mate, did
3: uh, well, did Dave manage to name any of the Everton team?
0: Gascoin, yeah. yeah. He managed to put in Paul Gas. What? that was it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, mean, I
8: wasn't. I wasn't where I was supposed to reel off like the whole eleven, mate. I could I'd probably yeah. give you five can, or six can, can if you want. Can to. you do the
0: full? Can you do the full squad, including subs not used as well, mate? Ah. Just, uh, basically uh, how we appeared on the match program as well. Thanks.
3: Yeah, Gas. Yeah, Gascoigne played. You had some good players actually. Uh, another midfielder, bit of a legend for you. Tommy Grav. Tommy Grav. Yeah, yeah. Was... I mean,
8: I mean, Gascoigne was thirty-nine
3: <laughs> at the time. I'm Not sure. Uh... Um. All right. Uh yeah, no, not the worst team. You had a you had a half decent centre-half with great hair. Loved loved his hair, but I think he also played for the Red Shite, to be honest. Uh, is that Abel's Abel's
0: Abel's Abel's
3: Abel's Abel, Abel Yeah, yeah, I always thought
0: I He was right right back, wasn't he? Always... Yeah, right
8: back predominantly, yeah. <laughs> and shit.
3: I always thought he was decent. Um you had the the uh, the Michael Owen came on, Danny Cadamateri, the player that Michael Owen could have been. Uh and uh, yeah, not a bad side, but um if we move Cadimateri,
0: is that, that's not, that Danny Cadimateri, kind of Cadimateri, yeah. yeah, Danny
3: Cadimateri, yeah. well, whatever, you shit, <laughs> what <was that>? um, <laughs> so, alright, let's do, uh, the Villa Keeper and the, and the back and the defence, who, who wants to go for that one, who's, who fancy, well, I'll let someone else have a go,
2: well, I've got it up now, because
1: Sam disappeared, oh, so fuck's sake, and, and I'm, I'm really, play. really shit at this sort of thing, <laughs> um, David uh, James, yeah, Sam- yeah, South yeah, K. correct. Yeah.
0: Uh, South uh, Delaney, was he playing? Uh, no.
3: Or Watson? No. Stone. Stone played. Yeah. Alan Wright. Uh, Alan Wright played. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alan Wright. Saw him yeah. the other day. Saw him yeah. the other day. Legend. should invite him on the pod yeah, now. Should have. St. Carla's
2: birthday. Carl birthday message. Oh, me. nice. he did.
0: It. Yeah, yeah, he did. In
2: exchange, in exchange for cash. Here we go. Yeah. Jess, Jess oh, Jess,
0: Jess is coming on. Jess is she going to give us some out. insight. Jess, we need your help here. Go on. Name us the. Can you get the starting lineup for us, Jess?
6: Um. We got. Did someone say Paul Merson? They did, didn't I?
0: Yeah, we no, haven't said Paul. We said he scored the goal, so he obviously he was. Well, he definitely
6: played. Was it, Came on, Was Julian Joachim yeah. playing? Yes, he was. Yeah,
2: very good. And uh, the other striker is, 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 is he's,
0: yeah, he's, can you fix it? Can please, he fix it? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Bob. <laughs> Bob the Builder. <laughs> Cheers, to builder. yeah. This was, so what happened was we were really struggling to sign the striker. And uh, I think maybe Juan and was being linked around here this time, I think, from memory. And uh, I remember being on Team Talk and all that kind of crap before the days of Twitter and, uh Football insider and shit like that, and uh, it was always like uh, a liquid river plate striker and all this kind of crap. And then, was this not, was it, was, was, this ben,
1: was this it was Benny didn't... McCarthy times?
0: Yeah, uh, it might have been Benny Mc... Yeah, it would have been Benny McCarthy times. You're yeah, watching the same, <laughs> the same clip on Sky Sports News today, <laughs> every hour, with him scoring a goal for Celso Vigo <laughs> pre uh, pre
2: pre YouTube highlight reels, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the one goal when he uh, I remember, I actually remember it. In, him slipping under the keeper one-on-one and I think this guy's going to be amazing and he signed for Blackburn a few years later um, he, but, was, he uh, was
2: quite he was past his best by the time he signed for Blackburn There wasn't he too, the, fair.
0: yeah yeah a typical Doug Ellis you know linked with Pablo Angal linked with Benny McCarthy we end up getting Gilles De Buildham from Sheffield Wednesday on fucking nightmare anyone else Jess you got any others uh, got them all in there. Ian, Ian Taylor
6: we've, we've got we've got tails yeah Gary Barry played. Yeah, in
0: there. Barry played yeah yeah that's Who's playing centre back with Southgate? Was it was anyone missing? Well, was it Barry playing?
3: Uh you've uh, missed out you've missed out a bit of a kind of uh, notorious player that played for us. Yeah notorious. Leandro Left under a bit of a was... left under a bit of a cloud, no relationship with Steve Bruce's daughter, to my knowledge. Lee Leandro. No, no relationship with Steve Bruce's daughter, to my knowledge. Sorry, I thought that was
1: a clue no. to say that he actually did. Uh, <laughs> He was
2: Left. he was notorious
0: more for things he did for his national team yeah. rather than for uh, rather than for us. Who the hell are you talking about? I
1: can oh, Defender. Oh, Alpay.
0: Oh, Alpay, Alpine. 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 Alpine, yeah. Alpay, yeah. There you go. Alpay,
4: yeah.
0: It mm. was quite. It was quality then. Oh, we got another. George Fowler is going to come on. George, I don't know if you can. Oh, it's connecting. One second. Bear with us. George, hello, mate. Uh, any guesses? I think we've got the whole whole team now unless uh, there's anyone missing
3: no I think that's it um, The uh, there are go some on. there are some Villa links obviously on the uh, on the Everton team so there's one there's two uh, there's two two players on the Everton 11 that day that uh, played for Villa who are they well actually well
4: wow, yeah. wow, wow, well yeah. <laughs> one played for andres, Villa
2: andres. Yeah, there you go who else I'm not sure if his wife knew his whereabouts on the yeah. day or not. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine we asked him. But
3: you know what? In in twenty twenty two, you're looking at that and you're saying, you know, all that stuff about, you know, Unsworth, what you should be telling your wife where you're living and all <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he was cut off there
0: yeah yeah I, good luck yeah. it was good it was, gonna, it, was gonna bore, <laughs> bo- it was gonna bore us about modern family family ties and relationships and the family I mean, dynamic wasn't he he was going to he, study from yeah, he's from absolutely, but he's
1: absolutely right but i just don't want to hear it from him <laughs>
2: I, I don't know if he is like i mean wait you know we're a pretty politically correct pos aren't we you know we're all we're all, uh, uh, you know, good good uh, liberal, liberal chaps, but uh, yeah. I, I don't think singing Does You Misses Know Your Ears. I think that's still okay. It's yeah. good
0: banter, yeah. I'd, I'd oh, I think that. that's
2: fine, especially think, in the yeah. in the context of what happened.
0: Would Did we get cancelled, though?
6: Didn't a fan get a shirt done? I remember <laughs> yeah. reading in the paper at the time.
1: <laughs> what, with Unsworth on the back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who
6: would choose one Unsworth when we it or not?
1: Yeah, it's his own fault, isn't it? Picking a shit of shit players
0: have in your back. Come on, seriously.
6: Yeah,
1: you got. Uh,
0: you deserved. Yeah, deserve that.
3: Did anyone get the yes, second? Right. Did anyone get the second Villa player? Sorry, I keep dropping out of this call. Um,
0: um, Unsworth and what else would have played? Yeah, yeah, Steve. Steve Watson. Watson? Steve Watson. Yeah, that's it. Oh, George. George, thanks for that, mate. Good shout. No worries. Thanks for having me. How are you, George, anyway? You all
6: right? I'm good, guys. How are you all doing?
0: Oh, yeah, good. Thanks for joining us. Good stuff. Good, good. Go on. You can stay on for uh, for the last few questions, Sam. Go on. Wow,
3: what else have I got? Uh, whew, we've got a couple of subs. Um, who was uh, who was on the bench for us that day? Uh, one still works for the club. Mark Delaney. Correct. Yeah, who was the other?
0: We only two subs back
3: then. We had two subs, yeah Oh Luke two, Luke's on. Luke's. Two, on.
0: Luke's two, Luke, two, can, uh,
1: two subs okay. Yeah, can subs up. Luke, you're on. Luke, hello hello Luke. guys, how are you?
0: I'm good mate, thanks no for worries. joining
1: Um genuine question. Um
0: Do you think yeah. Matt Target is the ugliest footballer alive? Oh, I on. <laughs> that's a change that's a change of tact. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fan, we've got Luke, <laughs> fan, yeah, <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's a fair question, isn't it?
0: I tell he, you he, what. I tell you. I tell you what. He's done well for himself,
1: though. He has. <laughs> he's also like you know. He's he's only asking the question. I'm not. You're not saying he definitely is, right? Course, Luke, not. you're just asking, I, the I, uh, no. just asking the question. No, asking the
3: question. I'd say he's up there. I think Suarez. I think Suarez is let is
1: worse. Suarez is. I don't think Suarez is a bad looking, it man, it's just his team. Yeah. I mean, no, Br- Bruno, Bruno Fernandes. No, he's no, an ugly man. That's what I was going to say, I think. The you know, weasel-faced been. Has, has have you ever heard
3: of a like, football like... player called Matty Lawrence?
1: No, he's If
3: not,
0: go and have a look. He is a beautiful oh, man. I feel, I feel like we're am harsh for being really harsh here. <laughs> oh, it's, I a, a, it's, a Luke, it's a Luke Chadwick all over again. We're going to get was gonna say, is 20 it, years. I'll tell you what. Is it current players
3: only, or are we allowed? To well, if we can have if right we can boys. have a handsome footballer, <laughs> no, I'd love that. I mean, can we have a spin-off pod about handsome footballers? Because that'd be great
0: for me. <laughs> that'd be great. I'm sure we'll get all the ten people. <laughs> in, so. I think um,
2: uh, on Bruno Fernandes. You know that twitch in Dahl where he talks about
4: you can
0: only
2: be ugly if you're a bad person. Yeah. I think- I think like you get uglier as you know, the more bad thoughts you have, the uglier you get. Now there's some issues with that, isn't there? Let's be fair. Yeah. <laughs> from a, yeah. you know, from, from an ableism point of view and all of that, there's some issues. But uh I do think if you look at Bruno Fernandez and you look at Target, then that's true. Because Matt Target, you know, he's not a good looking man, but he looks like a nice man. Yeah,
0: well, he nice does. Though. He's a very Bruno nice man. Fernandes trigger, trigger, he's a lovely B man.
2: He's ugly and he looks like a bad egg and he is a bad egg so um, I, you know I think we've got to put Bruno Fernandez ahead of him in the ugly states
0: just because yeah. of his
2: inherent evil shining
0: through on his face as well as as
2: yeah. well as his just general bad
0: looks well thanks for that random question Luke for coming on Chris palace fan randomly listening that's very nice, <laughs> very nice. Yes. I enjoyed that question that, was a bit that, 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 a
1: new, that should be a new uh, ugly person of the week we could do that yeah
0: yeah yeah. I'm sure there people love that we'll get cancelled straight away uh, ah, Sam, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, any more? I think that's it. There's no more questions. Yeah, I again, think. I'm, uh, no, I'm glad all over that we were able to be uh, Everton one 0 away in in, uh, in 2000. G- great um, goal though, wasn't it? Great goal though. Yeah, it? fantastic. So I think. And I, uh, you did not ask me my prediction. I'm going for three one on Saturday. I really fancy us. I oh, really. We've got fancious.
0: a few. We've got. We've got a few predictions. Actually, we've got Emi Martinez, not the Emi Martinez. They might then. Emi e- e- one oh. Martinez, I good um, oh god,
2: he hasn't come he hasn't come on after hearing me question him
0: earlier. <laughs> yeah. He says he's gone for three one Gaz Oaks, uh, he's gone for two 0 villa. Jess, you've gone for three 0 villa just seen. Oh, wow. Sorry, I missed that. Very confident. I'm I'm worried when we get when we get confident as Villa it's, fans. Uh, at the moment worry.
2: people predicting p- clean sheets for me, that's that's the bold. Yeah. That's the bold shout for me, not the victory, but a clean sheet, oh!
1: I think I'm going to get to bed tonight, uh, thinking about a Crystal Palace fan just hanging around on uh, Villa, sort of talking, <laughs> just to ask if we thought Matt Target was the ugliest footballer in the world. Has he gone <laughs> now as well? Is he
4: literally, like, yeah,
0: he's gone. Gone. He yeah. literally just jumped on and said, "Is Matt Target the ugliest footballer in the world?" And jumped on. And he wasn't like he wasn't even like a troll or anything, though, We've okay. had uh, for, the, for those who are listening, yeah, still listening, there's still seventy older people that's dropped down Drastically post 13, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> everyone's gone to bed. Um, but um, it's uh, I've had a, quite a few people requesting to come on who looked very dodgy indeed. Uh, a few random Chinese people with no followers, uh, a few other people with no followers, no pictures Tony Zha, ja. Tony, ja yeah. maybe. Uh, and then, then Lou came on, I didn't even look at his picture, I just saw he came on, I just added him on, and then saw straight away he was a Palace fan. I was a bit worried, but. I think he was quite genuine in his question. He wasn't looking to troll us. So. He stuck uh, around. He stuck around for
2: the answer, didn't he? he stuck around for the answer yeah. and disappeared once he'd had it. So fair enough.
0: Uh, right, let's let's call it a night there because it's been an hour and a half. It's gonna have to. Right. Add this mm. one. Sorry guys for going on for so long, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for everyone who's participated, um, and uh, hopefully we'll make it a regular thing. Uh, maybe not every week, or maybe uh, it's no, it's no uh, tie and. Uh, Who's the other guy that comes on with him? I can't remember now. Uh, oh, from the stands of Villa Park, isn't it? Um, let's
2: let's face it, mate. We don't they're, the, they're, the, they're the original Villa
0: Spaces, aren't they? So, we don't yeah.
2: actually we don't actually record the pod every week, so the the, ch- the chances of us doing the Spaces every week is slim.
0: True, that's very true, very true. Uh, right, so we'll we'll call it a day there. Oh no, we've got one more speaker. Quickly, Ryan. Ooh. Oh, it's a locked <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a account it could be this could be disaster let him
1: in let him in
0: oh, oh he's
1: gone oh. he's gone
3: oh. Oh, no he's gone oh.
0: Ryan come back <laughs> oh no alright that's a shame right. that's a shame I was hoping he was gonna be yeah anyway alright anyway thanks guys thanks for listening yeah um, thanks please, Please do subscribe and follow us if you haven't before. Um, please don't let this episode of the pod put you off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on all the major podcast platforms, and follow us on on Twitter as well at the Podcast or One Word. And uh, yeah, look forward to this week. Hopefully, it's uh, three points to get back to winning ways. And uh, this pod will be out probably tomorrow morning. Uh, I won't try and edit too much. I'll, I'll change the music obviously because it was pretty crap. Yeah. Maybe in the background for a laptop. But apart from that, thanks boys for joining us and uh up the villa.
6: Up the villa.
1: Up the villa. I love it. Manu botching that.